Okay, so we're going to jump in again to uh, Luke uh, 1 through 6. Uh, I think specifically focusing in on Luke chapter 6, we have with us Johnny V, uh, Lenny. Um, why did I just forget your name? <laughs> my, my, Maurice. Let's, let's try that again. <laughs> I'm like looking at you. I'm like, what the heck is your name? <laughs> I work with you. Take two. The, the disc slipped here. Not yeah, leave it. Something just like went, went. So. It's, it's funny, you know, hearing people c complaining about turning 30 and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, oh you poor thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. You want some cheese with that wine? <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Like oh, middle age. Like you're 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 on the the the, the sunrise of middle age. Like like yeah, it's like like you're not even there. 30, 30, 30, You start to realize what the older people like we're talking about, yeah. and you think you're like oh, okay, I get it, and then it's like no, it's like it's about to go like shoot. I was actually thinking about that this morning. Is like the only real benefit is wisdom. Yeah. Well, yeah, wis yeah wisdom's great because everything else goes down. Why? So no one can listen to you when you're, like, when you're there to help them? That's right. You get the wisdom and exponentially the, the, the people listening decline. So. Yeah, but it's like out of every hundred people you offer to, like, maybe one or two will take it. So it's like, I guess it's worth it. Yeah. You don't know anything, boomer. You know, it's like, okay, boomer. It's like, whatever. Okay, so I'm wearing Air Monarchs. And I told Lenny I was going to order these, and he's like, "Those are dad shoes. shoes don't, yeah, don't those are. order those." And I'm that's like, like the cook it friendly wears those. But I'm like, I'm like, they look like a good deal. They're, they're very, comfortable. They're comfortable. <laughs> you know, like you know, this is a sign of wisdom, I think, to go and buy these. Shoes. <laughs> as soon as you switch over to Velcro, that's it. Yeah. You know, well, or Actually, the thing I've is, I've done that. Is when like it's shoes or pants or whatever. When you start saying, "Okay, I like these. I'm going to keep buying them." And you buy the shoes again, or they yeah. buy the pants again. It's yeah. like, now you know. You made it. Right. You're, there. Yeah, it's like, You're there. Yeah. Like, I got it figured out. It's like my father in law, when he buys, he's like, it's like he's like on eBay looking for like these shirts because they don't make, <laughs> make them, them anymore. anymore. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. Like, I gotta yeah. get that shirt. It's yeah, like yeah. that's it. He's willing yeah. to pay the premium. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. No, that's the shirt. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. Those yeah. are the shoes. Like he buys shoes. Like I think like buy three pairs now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he finds them. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get stock up. Stock you know, up, so you know? for the next decade. <laughs> so. I'd like to find. I, I would just prefer to just find stuff where if I could buy it, I never have to buy it again. But yeah. A, a Apparently with clothing, that really is expensive. Well, it's funny because I remember people saying like, oh, I got pairs of shoes older than you. And I always thought that was weird. And then now I'm thinking like, no, nah, I have pairs There's of shoes, shoes older than you. Than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, those are my good boots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good? Yeah. Actually, I probably do. I probably have boots that are probably older than you, Lenny. So <laughs> I, I used to see that all the time when I was playing in my band. Like, you know, like they'd be talking to me and they'd be like, oh, yeah, the Misfits or something. I'm like, I got a Misfits shirt older than you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got like, it's all like faded black yeah. and a hole in the armpit, you know? Yeah. We, okay. we got the face that rips the real way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for real. Exactly. Well, like I look at my, my guitar. It was a gift from my 21st birthday. And I still think like I just got that guitar. <laughs> what, what? What year, what year was that? What year did you get that guitar? Do you know? Oh, uh, 2001. Well, there you go. There you wow. go. 20, uh, 22 years old now. So vintage almost, right? Yeah. So. Well, you know, and, and that's what, what's the true sign 
of aging, I believe, is when you turn on the oldies station and you hear a song that you, you grew, grew up, up with. Yeah. It's like, ah. Or, or even yeah. worse, you see like a car that you liked from when you were yeah. younger yeah. and yeah. you see the like, like it, it, yeah, and you're like, how is that a classic car? I know. I yeah, know. like a 3000 yeah. GT is a classic, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know how many uh, older men like chase me down with my Mustang? They're like, hey, hey, is that, isn't that 86? Yeah, yeah. Is that 80, 85? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. And they're like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you got a mullet? He's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've seen it because I had a, uh, my first car was a 91 uh, Chevy Corsica. There you and go. I, and I've seen it yeah, like, with, with a classic. Yeah. Place. I'm like, classic, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's when I put on the classic rock station and they were playing like Guns N' Roses. And yeah. I'm like, 80s is classic now, and now they're doing 90s is classic. Yeah, and I'm like, that's, oh, so that's what's creepy is the oh. 90s music as like. <laughs> well, yeah, you hear like Avril, or not Avril Lavigne, like Alanis Morissette and yeah, stuff like that yeah, on yeah, Big Deal. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> wow. I remember when this came out. And, and it's funny because I remember the older folks hearing the song on the radio. It's like, oh, I remember when that came out. And I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, like, that's crazy. And now I'm like, wow. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I remember when that came out. Remember when, I remember when the stations, they used to leave off the W and they would call themselves the closest number on the dial that was actually like on the dial that you could see. So it'd be like uh, DRC 104. Yeah, it's of like, course. Yeah. yeah, that would like 104.1 WDRC. Like, yeah. Or just like if you remember like like 104 Fest or like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like that's how you like there was like concerts in the spring or whatever or the yeah. show and you, like you would just go and then they stopped doing it. You're like, yeah. you know. Well, then like 104, they would do, that was the one that they used to. They did all the 90s rock, right? Uh, I mean, I think 104, yeah, it was like it was rock. Yeah, yeah. They did yeah. 90s rock, and then they switched over to classic rock, and then they switched back to 90s rock, and it like, was like 10 years later. They went later. to like hip-hop for like a or short hip-hop. period. Yeah. They went to hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, right. And there yeah. was WCCC, like 106.9. There was like that for years. I was like, how Yeah, no, it's Caleb. Which is amazing. That's incredible. That's how I knew God was moving. I was like, the gospel's getting preached somewhere right now. It is great, but sometimes I want to hear the old WCCC. The thing of it is, is what I always talk about ministry, if people want to get involved with ministry, is that you know what Jesus said? If you want to be great in God's kingdom, you start by being the servant of all. Yeah, He washed and, me. I keep saying that and, myself. And it's like, like you have you, to be the servant. And if you're faithful in little, you be faithful in much. And it's like, it's like if if we're not willing to, you know. Uh, scrub the toilets, then yeah. then then you shouldn't be on the stage. Listen, if I could do it at home, I could do it anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what's the difference? And know? so and that's the thing. It's like yeah. you know, being being willing to serve, being willing to you know, Jesus, you know, he humbled himself as a servant, came to serve people, served his disciples, washed their feet, um, figuratively taking the lowest of the low job, um, and then as you do that, then then let you know God elevate. The, the position and, and I think that that's where a lot of people even in this day and age um, get things you know um, backwards is because they try to short circuit the process and they just want to go to you know the the, the platform mm -hmm. and, the, and the popularity and yeah, the fame yeah. and all these things without paying the dues you know on their knees in front of a toilet um, yeah, you know, it's same thing at a tattoo so, shop. It's the exact same. There's like a pecking yeah. order, and you got to pay your. It's I totally yeah. understand that. I, I'm just saying, like, I feel called by God, right? Yep. And it's like unrelenting, and it's not like plaguing me. He just, he's just like a gentle rapping on my chamber door. It's just like, 
I stand at the door and knock. Are you going to let me in? Lenore, you know what I Lenore. mean? It, well, exactly, right? You know, so it's like, and it's, um, what's the best way to describe this? It's like, I ask him to grow my faith, and so he gives me an opportunity to, to, to serve him and to trust him more when it seems like, like, what, like, what are you going to do? Like, this doesn't make any kind of sense. Do you know what I mean? And I don't want, like, I don't want attention or fame or that stuff. And I guess what he's showing me right now is, like, he's, he's, he's showing me how big he is. So he's, like, he's asking me to participate in what he's building. Right. So I just, I'm just like, okay. You know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard to describe how it feels. And I'm doing it, like, totally in the dark. I don't know. There's nobody else to talk to but you guys about this because you guys are already serving. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And I mean, like... Like, how, like you just told me like how you went from surfing your dad's church being like, I quit. You know what I mean? And then telling your wife like, hey, we had we have an emergency fund. Well, let's hit the let's hit the emergency button. And like you left welding to go into ministry. And it's like, so I guess I guess I'm scared, but I know that it's gonna work out because he's showing me how big he is. Right. He's like, I got this, bro. Like, don't don't you actually believe? Right. So I'm like, yeah. Well, I I, I know I know you now, right. and I, and I trust you now. But that doesn't mean that my wife knows God the way that I know him right. or what I believe about him. Wow. So how, how do I go take this information out and then go like tell my wife, hey, I don't know if I should even be tattooing anymore. Like my heart, I still, I'm still passionate about it. I still love it. But right. it's like I feel like he's calling me to do something that's totally mm -hmm. different. Right. And it's crazy because the amount of Holy Spirit that he's giving me, right, that he's blessing me with, it's bleeding into every part of my, my life and day. There's like, there's not a single aspect where it's like, it's not in my parenting. It's not in my marriage. It's not like at work. It's not in my friendships. It's like, does that make sense? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, it's like, it's the overflow you talk about. Here, here's the thing. Uh, well, here's the several things. Um, first off, I don't know Ashley super well, but the perception that I get from her is that I believe that she's more, I don't know if more is the right word. I think she's maybe more, in tune to the spirit than you think that she is. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm like oblivious. And, 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 and it's like, because I mean, I remember talking to her, you know, one of the first conversations I had was about, you know, you guys getting married and about you playing the band and a few things like that. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I told Johnny that this is what God wanted him to do. Exactly. And, and then finally he comes along you know, to it. And so That's it's the story like, of our relationship, you know, and told so, me five years ago and I finally figured it out now on my own. Yeah. yeah. And so, so the thing of it is, 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 you know, the other, the other, the other point is that scripture says, you know, that two shall become one, you know, when, when you're joined together, um, like that. And so I think that you do talk to her about it. You talk to her about it sooner rather than later. Yeah. And I think that you guys have to be in agreement about it. And here's mm -hmm. the thing. If there's a hesitancy, like, if, she, if if like well you know what maybe she's not going to support this, then if if she's like no absolutely not, then honestly I would take a step back and reevaluate the whole thing. I think there's well here's the thing like I said what, the part of the story that I, I didn't fully say yeah. when I said to Carrie, I said here's what I feel like we need to do. I want to quit my job, and and I don't know what's next. And I'm like and you have the right to pull the plug if you want. Perfect. You give her the keys. You say, yeah. If, if you, like, yeah. If, if you don't feel good about this, yeah. I'm not doing it. Exactly. There's no peace. Yeah. And, and okay. she, she's like, okay, well, let me pray about it. She's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And I mean, it was a risk, you know, going out on that limb. Yeah. Um, same with the church, because you know she had been involved in ministry. I had been involved in ministry. There was a lot of um, uh, uh, baggage and jaded things that came out of that. And I said, hey, I feel like we should start a church. 
I'm like, but if you're not 100% on board with this. Then we're not doing it. Then we're not doing it. Yeah, exactly. And even though I had already felt God say, go and do this, I was like, if God told me to do this, do I assume that God is not powerful enough to change exactly, my wife's exactly. heart? Exactly, exactly. And that, that, that's, all, that's all I feel. That, that's that sentiment is what I feel. I feel like God, God's like, you, I know that you trust me now. Right. So like, watch what I can do right. through you. You know what I mean? And so if it's if it's really in his will, yeah, it'll then, happen. then Ashley may say something like, I don't want this to happen but I feel the peace about it and we need to do this, yeah. you know? And, and it's like, and then, and that becomes the litmus test, right? Yeah. Of saying, okay, well, is this really God or is this me manufacturing it? Because yeah, yeah. I, believe, I believe it's far from that. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is when he yeah. confirms it through yeah. her, yeah, of course. you know, then, you know, and I've seen that happen a lot. And if there's like, you know, uh, things like, like credit card debt or here's, I mean, when I did um, early on all the, uh, going through all these these vetting processes to start a church, they're always you know they they have like all these ratios of like like debt and stuff, and it's like at least these organizations they will not get behind you if um, if you have you know a lot of consumer debt and oh, things like that because you know it just um, it becomes a a burden and a distraction in ministry yeah. and I'll just keep praying and asking God to help yeah. me and we'll, I'll get there. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I don't even know what he wants me to do, to be honest with you. It's clear that like I can invite people to church and they come sometimes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like not, yeah. not every time, but, and it's, and it's clear that I'm not afraid to like look foolish to the world for Christ. You know, I'll, I'll take up that cross any day. But you know, I, I think the thing is, is that you, you know, obviously you talk with her, um, and, uh, and you know, you, cause you guys have to be on the same page with that moving forward and, and not, and when I say talk to her, I don't mean convince her. Yeah. There's, there's, right? there's no doing that. Because, yeah. because, yeah. well, but I mean, as a guy, sometimes it's like, like, oh, I want a, I want a new boat or I want a motorcycle. Oh, she don't listen know? to me about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah never dude. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's like, you know, there's the trying to convince and it's like, and that, like I said, when, when I went in my situation, I was like, I'm not going to try to convince you. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you pray about yeah. it. And if, if God confirms it with you, we'll do it. If, and if not, if then no worries. Yeah. Then, then it doesn't. Um, because if God, um, wants something, then he'll line up the details for it. Yeah, exactly. And That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, I think, I think what he wanted me to do is like, let go of that last piece. And right. I think that's like, I did that, um, like a week or two ago yeah. and I just said, okay. And that's, that's when I was like, the one concern that I have, I'm just going to ask you to help me with. So if, and I know he heard my prayer cause I was in all earnesty, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, so now that's like, he can just move it if he needs it to be moved. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, I passed him the ball. And he's like, okay, you yeah. know, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Like I said, I want to, I want to be a man of my word. I want to have integrity. I want to help my wife. It'll yeah, be, be it'll be absolutely. better for everybody anyways. And if she's in a good place like that, I mean, we'll see what happens. In the meantime, I'll just keep chugging along. Yeah. You know? So Well, and, and that's the thing. We're always, I might not be ready yet myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if we ever fully are, but I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you, you definitely get the, the things, um, in line, you build up the, uh, uh, the strategy, you get the, you know, the finances in order, um, get the, uh, the disciplines in order and then, and then, and then you serve yeah, exactly. in any way, shape or form possible, exactly. you know, because again, it comes down to, if you want to be great in God's kingdom. Um, and when I say great in God's kingdom, it doesn't mean necessarily popularity, but great as far as 
and I think it was what we all want to be. We want to be great. We want to be a great asset to the kingdom of God, right? It's like we want to be men and, and women who are advancing God's kingdom on this earth. And so it begins with just being a servant, you know? And yeah. so looking for needs to fill and filling them. Yeah. That's, and, that's pretty um, much where, it's, where I'm at yeah. right now. There's, there's uh, in Shanghai now, they got people are, uh, they're rioting. They've been locked in their house for like over a month. What is there, 23 million people in that city? Only 23 million, that's it. Just just 23 million. Yeah. Think about that, think about all just the, just all the human waste and the food that's required and the water consumption, like, I'd be rioting too. When you have your communist government asking you, asking you, yeah, forcing you to stay in and not go out mm -hmm. and not do anything, yeah, at some point, even the most submissive people are going to riot, as we know, we've seen that throughout history. And if all 23 million of them got together at once, it'd be a big riot. Yeah, think about think about how much food you have in your house right now. How many meals could you probably make? And that's like once that's out, it's gone. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Then yeah. it's then, then it's like delivery, they say but they, don't they say it hits the fan at that point. Once once you can't restock your stuff, that's when people start being like, well, how am I gonna get my kids medication? How am I gonna? We gotta eat. Yeah, how are we gonna get food? Like, and then they start being desperate. And when you're yeah. desperate, you'll do anything. Yeah. And then you want to see human nature. We hygiene product, everything. You, you, yeah. Yeah, it's like you think you think you wouldn't steal or do anything until your kids are starving. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think I would steal when I was younger until I was like out on my own and then it was like okay, well, I know where this friendlies is and there's yeah. a front and a back door and if I walk by there's usually some tip money and there's like, you know, People leave oh, happy. Tip money. I'm thinking ice cream. No, no, no. Check it out. Check it out. Right. So I would. I would walk. I would. I would like walk in the back, and I would just basically like go to the bathroom. Yeah. Go to the bathroom, and I'd just go in there, and I'd be like, okay, I got this. And then I would just walk by a table, and I would just take the tip money and like a handful of fries or like half of a you know yeah. sandwich or whatever, whatever wasn't eaten. And then I'd be like, okay, cool. That was my lunch. And then this is money for whatever I wanted a coffee or something. Well, when you get to that point, des desperation will cause you to do crazy things. I was in, and I, you know, some of you know that I had been on a number of missionary trips. The toughest one was Haiti, not too long after that earthquake back in, where was it, 2001? Oh, you went after the earthquake? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. With the uh, UMCOR, they call it, United Methodist Committee on Relief, a Commission on Relief. So we went there, we got in because there that's a group that's a lot but anyway the money and all the everything that was being sent to them was stopping at the whether it was goods it stopped at the airport <laughs> the people there weren't letting it out unless they got paid and the and the government wasn't letting it down so in re relative to what you guys you were just saying you know i i i felt a little scared at times because they were that no medical no food no water. Mm -hmm. Even though people were sending aid. Yeah, yeah. And the people were sending aid, but it, it wasn't, wasn't going anywhere. anywhere. We knew we knew that. Like we had uh, one of our groups had sent these huge tents for people. Saying, I mean, huge. They were uh, at least you know longer than this building by about four times. So you know for shelters, but mm -hmm. you know they weren't releasing them from the airport because the people there weren't getting their palms greased, yeah. and we knew that. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it was just it was so sad, but. The point is, is that the people were desperate. They were riding in the streets. In the van we were driving in to go, we were building, rebuilding a church in in what they call their jungle, and, and you know, trying to make it a little bit more earthquake proof. And as we were driving, I mean, the streets we had to detour in places because the people were just getting up in arms. They were yeah. there were there were revolts in the streets starting, yeah. and it was it was it was a, it was a bit scary, it, 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 because they were going. They're desperate. 
no food, and they had signs, we want that, well, and they're, and they're, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. And of course, Haiti to begin with is, mm. is the poorest uh, country in the world, I think, at least in the Western Hemisphere, but probably in the world. I mean, it was just terrible. And it's still not much better now, all these years after, because mm. the, 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 the government people didn't distribute the money to the people. Yeah, but anyway, same thing with uh, same thing with Ukraine. I just watched an interview a couple weeks ago of um, two Ukrainian refugees. <clears throat> one can barely speak English, other one a little bit of English, and they came over to the United States. They came in through like Tijuana, Mexico, or something like that. And she was saying, you know, I've been in the United States for about ten days now, and she's like, my friend here has only been in for about five days. And you know, we've gone and gotten coffee, and you see all the support for Ukraine, all the support for Ukraine. Where is all the money? We still talk to our family that are soldiers that are there, that are that are scared, that are fighting, who are 18, 19, 20 years old, and there is no money going to Ukraine. Like, they're not getting it. So I don't know who's holding on to it, but it's a, this, the this same thing. This is one of the tragic parts why I know Someone's it, getting paid, and it, 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 it ain't the people. It may not be right, but I, I give money. I like to be generous, but I, I, don't, I don't send it to places like that, unfortunately, because— yeah. It's not going to get there. I've seen it firsthand in a couple of countries yeah. that I've been to. But I was, I was like, Haiti. I was shocked to hear that. I'm not surprised, but I was shocked to, to hear that, like that, at least like, you know, like Starbucks or whatever would have, you know, like a Starbucks in Ukraine that could, you know, give out free coffee, like what Chick Fil A yeah. did during the lockdowns. They were like, you can get, a, you can get a meal for your family once a day here. Right. You know. Well, and this is why, you know, Dave and I have talked about this at length over the years. But, um, you know, this is why that anybody who's gonna try to help you know uh, a country like that it's like you got to know how to help them and and that's where the, the book that was transformational for me was uh the locust effect um by gary haugen who's the founder of international justice mission and um and you know he, he's basically an attorney who goes in and and basically they go in and they set up laws and they prosecute people and they do all this stuff he said but but basically at the at the fundamental thing is it's like you have to provide a legal system and law and order and all this because if you don't do that then the other things that you're doing can be uh, uh you know in vain i mean even things like like people think you know, like you know through these organizations where you can buy like a cow for somebody right so you buy a cow like oh i'm gonna buy a cow for a family now they're gonna be able to milk the cow and provide you know food for their kids and sell the extra and make money provide for their family what they don't realize is the gangs that are in there that now come and say well now you've got means so we want 70 percent of whatever you get yeah, the so extortion these people yeah. who were at one point in time they were reasonably free now they are or, or people that go in and they, they put in you know bathhouses community bathhouses thinking like oh we're going to give you safe sanitation don't realize that all the predators hang out there at night it becomes like a brothel or a rape. right yeah, and, and it's just like so so you think that you're helping yeah. but in sometimes you're actually making the situation yeah. worse unfortunately in in mm -hmm. so in some of the conversation with judith's not that I can go on a missionary trip all the time, but that's when I brought my, I brought goods, I brought things, and giving it right. to the people directly. But Judah brought up that book, and he had recommended it to me. If, if in, I don't know if we brought it up in here. Yeah, if you have not read that book, if you get a chance, it's a wonderful book. That will open your eyes, The Locust Effect. Judah had recommended to me years ago. I read it, and I said, this is incredible here. Uh, you know, the, this what this guy is doing here. Uh, you know, with justice, and as Judah said, establishing that first, because otherwise everything else that you do could be in vain. It could be, you know, just, it could be nothing.